So this is the first episode of Legal Beagle. I'm here with my wife, Gianna. Say hi, Gianna. Hi. Did you guys all hear that? She's being very timid. In this first episode of Legal Beagle, we're going to talk about how I came up with the name Legal Beagle and a little bit more about what you will expect from these podcasts on a weekly basis. The hope is that we can give you a little insight into the wonderful world of personal injury and exciting world exciting. of personal injury. Yes, very exciting. <laughs> and and explain it in a way that makes sense. So we'll kind of share with you, I guess, the the inside knowledge that that we attorneys have as it relates to these claims. And then we'll have topics that we'll we'll discuss. And we're going to keep these to 10 minutes. So it's a hard stop at 10 minutes. That way, people don't get bored. Stop listening. So, all right, Gianna, go ahead. So I have some questions for you. She she started her clock on her phone, (laughs) right, to make sure I actually adhered to the 10 minutes. So how did you come up with the name Legal Beagle for this podcast? Well, it kind of, like most things, just came to me. Uh, I, I think if I remember Three's Company, there was a bar called the Regal Beagle, yep. and I thought it'd be funny uh, to call this the Legal Beagle. And then I call our dog Moose. He's my Legal Beagle because I work at home most of the time, and so he's he's the Legal Beagle. Although he's but not he's a, a he, he's, he's a rotty. He's not a beagle. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's a Rottweiler. So he's still my Legal Beagle. Yeah. In fact, he's watching us right now as we record this podcast. Yeah. So, Negretting Associates. Yes. Tell me a little bit more about why you started Negretti Associates and a little bit more about what you guys do. All right. So Negretti Associates was born out of an idea that started way back in law school, probably before I even went to law school. This idea was that I wanted to do something to contribute more than I was in Uh, the advertising and marketing profession. And so I went to law school, and then once I got there, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do when I got out of law school, and I was trying to identify an area of law that I could have an immediate impact in, and that was personal injury. And so when I left law school, the first year out, I actually formed a law firm with a buddy of mine, Brian Holmes, and we called that Holmes Negretti, and we lasted about a year together. We just had different interests. I really, really wanted to do personal injury, and he had an opportunity to go do some other stuff that was uh, too good of an opportunity for him to pass up. And so off he went, and I took the clients that we had accumulated and started a personal injury practice. And you guys just do personal injury. It's all we do. All we do is personal injury. It's, 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 it's quite liberating to get to a point in your practice where you can turn away other types of business. Meaning I remember when Brian and I first started, we did what we called rent law, anything to pay the rent. And so if you had a landlord tenant dispute, we could handle that. If you were getting divorced, we could do that. If you needed a trust, we could, we could figure that out. And now I can, I can refer friends and family and clients to people that are, 
better equipped to handle that type of case. So we just work on, on personal injury claims, but personal injury is big. It's a big arena. Yeah. So tell me more about that. Like when you say you specialize in personal injury, what are some of the cases that you handle? So I tell people that, you know, personal injury is comprised of motor vehicle accidents, slip and fall cases, dog bites, medical malpractice, product liability. And so we do it all. We're a full service personal injury firm. The majority of our cases are motor vehicle accidents because that's the majority of personal injury claims out there. There's just so many accidents on a daily basis. The scary thing is that there's not a lot of insurance on the drivers that are causing these accidents. In fact, a lot of people are just not insured. And if they are insured, they're underinsured. And so there's a, it creates a whole host of issues for the people that get in these accidents. And, and then, you know, we're obviously trying to, trying to help the best we can. I like it. What about like slip and falls? Those are a little bit more complicated. And the reason that they're complicated is because it's easy to blame others for something that you don't think is your fault. And the, I, the reason I'm saying that is, you know, I'm thinking of the, the example of I'm walking down the sidewalk and I trip and I look back like the sidewalk jumped up and got me. That's <laughs> that happened. right. That's, and that's, that's how most people, that's how most people, uh, have, or, or that's the kind of reaction most people have with a slip and fall case. And so, you know, I, it's not that simple. There are times when the property owner is responsible for, for a dangerous condition, meaning that's the legal way for saying they, there's something wrong with their property. There's something, there's a hole, there's a metal spike. There's something that shouldn't be there that they know could cause someone to be injured and they, and they don't do anything to protect against it. And then there are times where people just fall and they're not paying attention. And so we're, you know, again, there's a balance there, right? Because at what point does it become the person's responsibility and not the property owner's yeah. responsibility? So to close out this first podcast, spend the next just, you know, three, four minutes just talking about what makes you guys different. Like why Negretti and Associates? Why would you hire Negretti and Associates? Or why should we hire you guys? Well, I think... Okay, here, here's the, the reality. If you hire a competent attorney that knows what they're doing, you should get a pretty similar outcome. But here's where it gets, it gets and, and becomes different. It's the relationship that you have during the process that makes the outcome either better, more understandable, at least easier to appreciate, than when you're treated like a cog in a wheel and you're just kind of pushed through a conveyor belt and then at the end they spit you out and say, here's your, your settlement or the outcome to your case and you're, you're kind of disappointed. We, we're a completely virtual firm, so that's, that's the first thing that's different about us than other firms, meaning I, I said earlier I work from home a lot. All of our employees work from home. I, we have offices in three, three states. We have offices in in Colorado and Arizona and California, but, but everyone works remotely, but that's an advantage to us because that allows us to do things that others can't do. We can work 
uh, early morning and and late into the evening because we're not commuting the hours that that people have to commute to work and uh, we can be more uh, available to our clients and we pride ourselves on that we we have a we really do take a team approach to what we do we there's no one that's better than than anyone else i i tell people often that i can uh, you can give me the title of janitor for all I care, because if the trash needs to be taken out, then I'll do it. it. At the end of the day, this is helping the people that hire us. That's who we work for. And so we're, 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 we really pride ourselves on that. And I think the, uh, the, the way that we go about this is different than others because we don't get all caught up in the law. I mean, the law is important and we use it as a tool, but that's all it is, is a tool. You still need to know how to swing the hammer. And so we know when to swing it and we know when not to. And that's, and we try to talk to people in a way that helps them better understand the process and, and in a way that we don't use big legal words and try to sound smart because I, I think that's overrated and I don't think that gets you where you're trying to go. No one understands it either. Yeah. I think, well, I think you think you're right. I think that, you know, people just gloss over. They're yeah. like, yeah, okay, jurisprudence. And they don't understand what that means. And, yeah. and they're, they're just hear big words and, 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 you know, listen, I have friends that, that work in corporate law and, and do other types of things. And that's probably more important uh, than in what I do. What I do, people are hurt and they're looking for um, a way to get out of uh, the situation that they found themselves in and didn't expect to be in. And, and I need to do that as easy as possible or help them do it as easy as possible without a lot of stress. Hiring the attorney should not be the stressful part. You got, right. you got enough stress to deal yeah. with. What else? Do you have anything else? I have a couple. I have a couple seconds left. My clock says nine forty-two, oh so I have like twenty seconds. Twenty seconds. Tell me just one thing. What you like about being an attorney? Uh, it gives me. It opens doors I didn't have open to me before. I mean, that's what I like. Yeah. So, all right. That's a ten-minute hard stop. First podcast for Legal Beagle. Tune in next week. We'll have a topic to discuss with you and hopefully uh, give you some interesting information. Thanks, Gianna. You're welcome. Thanks.